Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome back to the Psych Legal Pop podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm the therapist, Tess Brigham. And I'm Brooke Brigham. I'm the attorney. All right. And we are back talking about Sister Wives, season three, episode five, Defending Polygamy. And um, this is quite a doozy of an episode. episode. It is a good episode. We are going back to Lovell, Wyoming. We're getting to know Cody when Cody was um, back in high school. We're learning a lot about him, about his uh, high school days and what he was like then. So, um, yeah, it was... Boy, lots to talk about. Yeah, lots to talk about. But before before they go to to, uh, Wyoming... Cody and Robin go to a birthing class. Yes. Well, we actually pick up right where we left off last last time with the sonogram. Mm. And uh, yeah, we're we're learning all about baby boy Brown 17. And we're talking about names, what to name, what to name this baby. And so they're going around the room talking about what to name him. And, you know, but the last name Brown, you can, you know, many, many names. Yeah. Well, who was it that wanted to name him Cleveland Brown? Was that was that Dayton or Dayton? Maybe. And then Robin didn't know who Cleveland Brown was, that it was a team. She said, is that a person? But actually, it is a cartoon character. Cleveland Brown. Yeah. Remember the Brown? There was a a whole he had his own show. It was is it was it the Simpsons creators? Uh, I think he might have started out being a friend of um Homer Simpson. Oh, really? And then they got their own show. Oh. Uh, Cleveland was the father. And um, yeah, so he is a cartoon character. Oh, well, look at Dayton, like, ahead of his time. Yeah, he's he's probably watching that show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. So you're right. So I, I just felt like, so do you think this birthing class was the producers or Robin? I think it was the producers, because there's no reason for them to go to this class. You know, they, 
she's had three kids. He's had however many million kids. Uh, why do they need to go to a birthing class? They don't. But this is what I'm what I'm wondering is, did the producer say, oh, God, we got to fill some time? Or do you think that Robin was like, she had an know, idea? Yeah, she had this idea or I, I need to feel special with Cody. Like, this is our yeah. first baby together. We need to, you know, just Robin being Robin. And it was an opportunity for her to lecture. There was a lot yeah. of lecturing. Ugh. There was so much She lecturing. got to lecture about, you know, how polygamous women have their babies and you know, how it works and how the sister wives, whatever. But just, but it was a lot of her being able to tell us about how, yes, you know, they, they've had babies separate, but now they're having these babies together mm-hmm. and how it's so important for them to, because they're together now that they need to have these classes together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It, it could go either way. Yes. But it was totally boring but i like the cool midwives <laughs> at the end because <laughs> one of them said that they've never had a polygamist well she said they, they've had polygamist couples in there before but she said never had a polygamist polygamist be that vocal mm, you know because usually course. they're trying to lay low but then enter robin yes you know oh, and cody and then she says i'd love a sister wife and the other one says me too and then they kind of like <laughs> hug up against each other (laughs) well this was the other thing too is robin talks about how you know how it's so hard having children with someone who was who's not there for her you know it's children need a you know it's hard when you don't have a strong male figure and of course alluding back to her Mm ex-husband again i know that you can't you don't really want to tell us exactly what's going on but can you stop alluding to things with this guy? Right. Either and just say either, it or yeah. don't say it. It's like you know? shit or get off the pot. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a lot of like, stop te- stop teasing us and tell <laughs> us already what's going on and what happened or just... <clears throat> I bet you anything it was now nowhere near as bad as what Robin thinks. And I bet you he just got sick of her, you know, because she's so annoying. She's so needy and annoying. Or maybe he was just so sick of her being like, we need sister wives. We need sister wives. Yeah. And he's like, no, we don't <laughs> need sister wives. We're fine. We can get into the celestial kingdom without them <laughs> or something. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Because, I mean, he comes from a, you know, polygamous family, a very famous polygamous family. So it is kind of weird that he didn't want to have more wives but i don't know who knows god i hope someday that guy writes writes a tell-all if only if only god he could get a a pretty good advance for that i think that would be so (laughs) if only let's all dare to dream people let's Let's all come together pray for it manifest it we manifest this jessup guy coming together to tell us what the real truth is Uh, wouldn't that be great if he did oh my god it would be earth shattering it would be if the real truth of what really happened. Yeah. What if she was the monster? Well, that's kind of what I, I mean. I'm thinking because she can't give us any concrete examples of him being of him of what what was wrong with their marriage. Yeah. You know, and well, why was he so unsupportive? What what was he not doing? Come on, give us some details. Yeah. Anyway, so. Um, at the same time, we see Christine. They are at Christine's and they're loading the car because everyone is going to Lovell, Wyoming for Mustang days. Um, and this is a big deal because they are going to be out as polygamists. Um, 
and they're going to be having a get together with some of his high school friends. And they're also going to be uh, spending some time with Ken Grant, who is a piece of work. He's very he's an angry person. Yes. Ken. Boy, Ken is a. Yeah. So. (laughs) Well, and this this is a. (laughs) <laughs> this yeah, Ken, Ken has, Ken's got Ken's he's angry. Yes, he's Ken is angry very very angry because this is a Mormon community. Mm-hmm. But you know, I guess they're not. You know, they they're hostile towards polygamists, or at least Ken is. I don't know if the other people feel as strongly. No, it didn't seem like it. Yeah. It seemed like everyone else was kind of like, eh. And also, Cody's dad and his wives have been living there this whole time, so mm-hmm. obviously they're. They're getting along there, okay. Yeah. Uh, see what the big deal is, but um, yeah. So I guess Ken and Cody grew up together, and then um, I guess they were estranged for about ten years, and then about eight. Cody says that about eight years ago they started doing business together, which was yeah. what he what sold him that? a sign, or maybe he was or, or a gun. Is this before his gun? So if he eight years days. ago was selling signs, was it a sign? Well, yeah, because we have to think about the fact that that was. So if it's 2011, 2011, 2012, because, you know, there was an assault weapons ban in place until. So there's 2004. I don't know. I can't do the math on all this right now, but I don't know. But Ken is still upset. And and yeah, and he and you would think that you you think in the beginning, (laughs) you think that he softens. And then he doesn't. We'll see it throughout the episode. You think what? You think that Ken kind of gets over oh, it, and then he no. doesn't. This is a Ken, this is a Ken is a line. little bit of a conspiracy theorist here, but oh, anyway. and I I had a note here. I don't know why, because um, I think because I was looking at Cody's hair again. Remember, oh. I said something last week about how Cody's hair looked really weird, and and it does look weird in all of these episodes. Mm-hmm. And um, I I must have commented on it. Or no, I guess I, no, I, I mentioned it in the podcast last week. And one of our listeners, Chelsea, she posted on Instagram that uh, Janelle and somebody else addressed this one time. They said oh. Cody got a, a haircut that was really bad. Oh. And he had to put extensions in. <gasps> oh. Because you know how he is with his hair. Yes. Like somebody yes. cut it too short and he had to wear extensions. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So wait, in these scenes, in he's these, got... In these episodes we're he's, reviewing he's right now. extensions? Yeah. Oh, I've got to go back and see. Yeah. And especially in the, the ones coming up uh, after this Defending Caligamy episode, I really started to notice it. His hair was really like different lengths on... I mean, it was a mess. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to go back and look at that. Yeah. Interesting. So I guess someone in Vegas gave him a bad haircut. Yeah. Or well, maybe... that's always tough. You know, when you move and you have to find a new hairdresser, yeah. a new stylist, that's always a tough one. Or maybe one of the wives tried to give him a haircut and it just went really wrong. Oof. All right. Well, okay. anyway. So anyway. So anyway, yes, this is a this is a um, they're explaining to us how this is a very strong Mormon community. And so they're very anti polygamy. And so they have very strong um, feelings about their faith. And so some people are not going to be thrilled about the Browns coming into their town. 
Yeah, and he Cody says he was naive when he made the change to the FLDS. He bas- he basically just did it, I think, from pressure from his parents because yeah, he, he came back from doing his mission, and his parents, while he was gone, had become FLDS. Mm-hmm. And um, I think they pressured him, and it, I think they pressured him to get married, and you know, take on multiple wives pretty quickly because I think you know his decisions and marrying all of. The first three seemed pretty hasty to me. Yeah. After reading the book, mm-hmm. you know, and it was kind of like, uh, remember, remember Mary and Cody had been waiting for this one girl to turn 18. Yes. You know, <laughs> they, they wanted to marry her. But when she changed her mind, they just said, oh, okay, well, I guess we'll marry Janelle. Yeah. And literally like marry Janelle like the next week or two yeah. weeks later. And it was just like, okay. And then the thing with Christine too, it was kind of like, okay, we need someone to come in and, you know. Because these two be aren't getting along. Okay, well, Christine, she's been hanging around me forever. She's in love with me. I guess I'll marry her. Yeah, because it was just, because they talk about this a little bit later or maybe in another episode about about Mary, which is he goes on this mission. He comes back. The parents are like, hey, guess what? Mm-hmm. We're now part of this new religion. We believe, believe in polygamy. They tell him, they kind of convince him, this is what we need to do. And I guess Mary was part of this church. Mm-hmm. And I guess Mary was really into it. And I, I get the sense that he was really into Mary. Mm-hmm. And I think that that Mary was like, hey, yeah, this is a good thing. Let's yeah, do so this. She was putting pressure and on I him think too. that Yeah. And I think that Mary was really into him too. And I think that that was, and Mary says, yeah, I was trying to figure out whether or not I wanted to do this Mm -hmm. too. And I think they both, and I love how they talk about this testimony. It's like, yeah, we're horny for each other. So I guess that's (laughs) the testimony is, yeah, we wanted each other. So maybe this is going to work. Yeah. So this seems good. So we'll we'll do this. But yeah, that is, and, and that's the one thing that I guess about Ken Grant that really friggin' irritates me is Ken at, at no moment can really kind of understand like what that would be like. Yeah, he has no compassion. He has for no him. compassion at yeah. all at any moment. He, he yeah. kind of in a moment has that, but cannot stop. Sus- he can't sustain it. He can't sustain it. That's a good way of saying it. So, yeah. And then he, he also says, of course, and this everyone says this in this episode, that Cody always liked the limelight. Oh, yes. And so it was no surprise to him that he went public. Yes, yes. So the first, they finally, they all drive to Lovell, Texas. Yeah, 16 hours. Yes. But we don't know how long it actually took them. Oh, Lord. We don't, we do we not. We didn't get any timestamps <laughs> this episode, unfortunately. Yeah, we unfortunately don't get a, you know. We tried to leave at two, but it's now 10 o'clock at night or any of that kind of stuff. But their first activity in Lovell is they're going to go boating with Ken Grant. And of course, Cody went to set up the food. They're all waiting at the food. Ken is going boating. You know, Ken's at the boat. So they're all waiting each other. Um, And there's lightning and rain and storming. What are we going to do? So I guess. And then we meet sort of Ken's family and Ken's family is very nice. Right. All His of the wife people, and her sister. Yeah. And, and all the people connected with them are very, very, yeah. they're very nice. They're asking questions. Mm-hmm. They want to know who are you? Um, and well, what was kind of weird is, did you notice we do not see Mary at all? We're like 16 minutes into this episode and we have not, we've oh, seen Mary on notice. the couch, but I've not seen Mary at all. Did, did you see, notice that? I didn't notice but I do remember her, maybe she got there later or something, because I remember her at the end when they had the fireworks. Yeah. She was there. 
Yeah, but I just thought it was very. I was like, "Is Mary yeah. here?" She probably came. Maybe she came up a day later. Or uh, something. Yeah. I don't know. So the storm finally clears. They go out on the boat. They go inner tubing, jumping off cliffs. Um, and this is when Ken and Cody they go off on the boat alone to talk <laughs> and talk about what happened twenty years ago and you know what happened with their friendship. And um, yeah, he said Ken said that um, he didn't like the proselytizing mm-hmm. that came from Cody when he made the change. And Ken just calls it a crazy decision. I mean, he's just really his feet are dug in yeah. on this. He just thinks this is ridiculous. He's n- he's never going to accept yeah. it. Well, and I thought that what. Is this where Cody says this? And I think that he, what he said was very truthful and, and, and I think very right on, right? And I don't mm. really agree with Cody a lot, but I thought this was very right on, which was like, I think what you saw from me was enthusiasm, mm-hmm. which was, right. you know, hey, I'm doing this thing now. My parents are really into it. And I also think a lot of times what you see from people is a little bit of, okay, I'm doing this now. I've got to be enthusiastic about it. Right. You know, I'm excited about it. Hey, um, and... And, you know, I think that Ken really misunderstood excitement and enthusiasm and, hey, I'm doing this. I'm happy. Support me. Right. For, hey, I'm doing this. I'm happy. You need to come join me. Yeah. yeah. I want you to do this with me. Um, and and Ken really, really, for whatever reason, took this personally mm-hmm. he really did yeah. as if cody spit in his face yeah, by deciding not to be a mormon they, anymore yeah, and as if they couldn't still be friends like yes why can't they still be friends yeah that'd be like saying uh you know oh, well i was jewish and i converted to catholicism so you know we can't be friends i can't be friends with my jewish friends anymore i mean it's just it's like god can get over it yeah ken really took that like to be <laughs> yeah. a big deal so, um, and then, so we see, what is this? We're now outside with, um, I have next that they're, they're, they are at the parents' ranch. And then I wrote down, townspeople don't seem very thrilled to have them there. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, well, we have this scene where we see, um, Right, where we see, like, Cody with um, Christine and Janelle and Robin. And we see, like, Cody's mom and Janelle's mom. And Are um, they at the oh, ranch? Well, yeah, they're kind of, like, sitting outside and they're talking about... Oh, God, and we're talking about... Ro- was this Robin's big thing about how, like, when you see um, Cody or a man, like, put his arm around two women, that, like, there's this real sort of salacious connotation when you when a man was this her talking about this sounds like her yeah she was talking about like when a man puts his arm around two women that it's like this very salacious connotation but that's not really what it is like these are relationships and we have commitments to each other and all this like it was kind of this new lecture and i'm like robin no one thinks when a man puts his arm around two women that and no one thinks that's salacious Nobody is getting excited you know and it's like yeah because they're talking about how they're afraid to 
Oh, well, I think they were talking about when they were there in the past before Robin came along. They visited there, obviously. That's his mm-hmm. family. And so they would go to this Mustang Day parade or whatever. And they would they wouldn't all sit together necessarily, but they they'd be there together. Mm-hmm. But they sort of acted like they didn't. You know, they're trying to act yeah. like they're not polygamous. And so they were conscious of that. And so now they obviously everybody knows. But I think what they were saying is, well, we're not gonna just you know all walk around holding hands together yeah, or anything they, they don't do that anyway they're yeah. not affectionate in public anyway yes and then robin comes up with this salacious you know putting her arm around someone thing and you're just like oh god shut up you know that it's a bad example and it's like you don't need to give an example we get it yes we understand and most people that are in long-term committed relationships aren't like tonguing each other right, in the middle of mustang like Tra- days travis with, and courtney yeah with your with your tw- with your 20 kids you're not like yeah. uh, you're not like you know, let's get an otter pop uh, yeah you're you know? not walking with your arms around <laughs> each other holding hands you yeah. know no yeah anyway i just wrote that down because i'm like oh god another lecture from her i know it's just endless yeah um so yeah so they're talking about the expectations for how how the people of level are going to react to them and then we get some reactions from the townspeople. Um, let's see. What was it like? Browns give the wrong impression. Oh, I think some of the townspeople, I think, were... Some townspeople said... Oh, yeah, that's right. This woman, Sharon Lyman, who dated Cody's father. They're good people. They've just got the wrong ideas. <laughs> Browns give wrong impression of Lovell. So I think some of the townspeople mm, don't yeah. want them to represent Lovell right. or represent Mormonism. Um, and so then the parade starts. So finally we see Mary. Um, and then we hear from Mary. This is where she talks about how she met Cody through his sister. Mm-hmm. Now, have we ever met Cody's sister? Because I was a little I bit recall. like, at first I thought she meant her sister. And I was like, wait, his sister? His sister. Yeah, because he was saying he believed he would be a polygamist even when he was on his mission. Now, is that before or after you found out that your parents became polygamists? And then Mary's family facilitated Cody getting into the faith, like you were saying earlier. Yeah. And then she says, I was so whooped. He was so cute. Then I was willing to, then she basically says, then I was willing to because I loved him so much. And then, this is so weird, Robin, ugh. Is it another lecture? No, it was Robin's like, thanks her. Oh, thank you, Mary, for converting Cody. And everyone laughs. Oh my like, God. and it was so, it's so uncomfortable. And it's in these moments where I think Christine laughs because I think that's more of her sense of humor. But Janelle is like, <laughs> Janelle can barely crack Could a j- smile. Yeah, this is so uncomfortable. Yeah, and this is the kind of thing where I would be so mortified if I was part of this family. I would just be like, oh. God is this person in my world? Like, yeah. Every family has a pers- one of these. A person like that who you just go, God. Like, Ugh. yeah. Why does this person have to be in my family? <laughs> it's so. It's just so uncomfortable, and it's so. It's so weird. It's so. I don't know. I just. I no, just I find get, her I fascinating. Hear I hear you. She's fascinating and completely annoying at the same time, and you can't look away. It's just like. <laughs> But why? Why does... What is it about? Like, I just want to get down to the nitty gritty of like, why does she feel this need to thank her? Like, why? Because she's made it her mission to just 
come into this family and she's going to just fit in and she's going to look like the perfect polygamous wife and she's just going to tell everyone how into it she is and but you know what it is it's just that she is, has such she's one of these people who is so desperate to look you know what she you know what it is you know that person that is always tries to go out and buy like the latest jeans the latest whatever mm-hmm. but can never look cool right. no matter how hard they try right you know that she thought that that comment was so funny and cool. Yeah. And you're just like, Robin, yeah. don't, please. You cannot, no matter how hard you try, you cannot be cool. Right. So well, stop. You know, you know, people who are over-explainers, she kind of reminds me of an over-explainer, which I think is a trauma response. Mm. You know, people who explain all constantly just too much it's like okay okay like defending themselves explaining Mm -hmm. themselves explaining everything that they did you know because no one ever listened to them or believed them or whatever it kind of reminds me of that Mm. like she's she's constantly feels this compulsion to explain things and make herself look good and i don't know i I just, I don't, I don't know yeah. where it comes from, or but to be seen or heard or to yeah. be validated, validated, all of it. I yeah. think all of it. She, she desperately wants to be <sighs> validated. One of these days we're going <laughs> to crack this nut of hers. All right. <clears throat> so now we're going to an event downtown to see the high school friends. Yay. Um, Ken is being weird as usual. <laughs> Let's see. Um, who was it that said that? What was it like that um, Cody... So there was this girl, right? Janae? Janae um, Janae Harmon? I can't believe you wrote all these people's <laughs> names down. I always like to write a name down. Oh, my gosh. Um, that uh, apparently that, that Cody, I guess, had a crush on her. That she... That he painted her headlights black, which I thought was kind of effed That's up. That's fucked up, yeah. Yeah, and that... But apparently he did it because he was trying to get her attention, that he was kind of like this dorky boy trying to get her attention. Well, I and think that she and that she thought he did it just to be the center of attention yeah. yet again. Well, every single person said something along the lines of Cody had to be the center of attention. Mm-hmm. He was a showboat. Several of them said that they thought he was gay. And that one woman said she thought he was flamboyantly yes, gay. Yes, yes, I wrote that down, yeah. Um so, yeah, and I think because he, he was just, I mean, that's a terrible, like, this is such a yeah terrible thing to to say. But back then, you know, that, yeah, if anybody would, if any man was in any way oh, feminine or just goofy or mm-hmm. people would call him gay, whether well, they were gay or not. Yeah, you know? I mean, it was and a, especially it was in Lovell, Wyoming. Exactly. Where yeah. the popu- like, this town, the population is like 3,000 people or not even 3,000 people. I wrote mm-hmm. it down. 2,361. Wow. Is the That's pop- crazy. So can you imagine? I mean, this this is such a little enclave. Um, yes. Yeah. Well, and then um, what was this? Yeah, Janae said... Well, well, yeah, Janae had some interesting 
thoughts because she commented on him being a polygamist and she said this was a built-in way for you to be the center of attention Mm -hmm. all the time which is exactly what you've always been and then we get back to this discussion we get back to ken and ken talks about how you know we grew he we go back to this idea of like becoming going from lds to being a polygamist and he said we grew up with cody and we thought he had the same beliefs and he surprised us all and he talks about how we got when i got back from the mission we heard about your parents and we figured that you went he says this we figured you went the same way and then he says i didn't take it personally i thought he was stupid um i couldn't figure out what was going on in his head it didn't make sense to me He's saying all these things, but it's like, but okay, that all seems okay. You know, you, so you're saying to us, okay, you, you heard about your parents, you figured he went in that same direction, but now you're saying you thought it was dumb and you couldn't figure out what was going on in his head. Like, yeah, which one is it, Ken? I know. Ken's all over the place. Ken is just really, really bitter. I bet he's still upset to this day. Yeah. But then, I have to say, Ken, and then Ken goes into this whole thing about being worried about Cody's soul. Mm. And then did you, I thought the best part was when that one woman called him to the carpet. She like nailed his ass. She really did. Did you see that point? What'd she say? Well, there was this woman who was basically like, you know, saying to him, well, I heard you Ken, talk about going on a mission. So you're telling about going on a mission. Isn't part of being going on a mission talking about and prophesizing Mm -hmm. your religion, talking about what it is and what you're doing? So how is it different than Cody joining this, talking about it, being enthusiastic about it? And Ken goes into this whole thing about how it was so weird that how, well, this is different because there's such that, LDS Mormon is very close to this, whatever this weird church is that they're part of, that it's so close that it could really confuse people. That it'd be different oh, if they're like, oh, I didn't Catholic. realize I was signing up for, yes. <laughs> for a polygamy. That if Cody became a Catholic, that it would be so different. Mm. But since he was becoming this new thing, that... It was so close. He thought he was going to, what, trick people? Yeah. He'd be tricking people But I think what, what was also interesting about this was that Cody's mom, I think, was very close to Ken's mom. Mm. And I think what happened was this. I think that Ken's mom and Cody's mom were chit-chatting. Mm-hmm. And I think that Ken's parents or Ken's dad was getting real worried. Right. And I think that a he lot wanted of... to shut that down. And I think that Ken saw his parents or maybe some dynamic between his parents getting very concerned. And I think that Ken maybe was worried about his family, the family dynamics, about what was going on with his family at the time. And I think that's what was happening. And I think that Ken maybe in his own way started to maybe see some things happening in his own family and then just decided to blame all of it on his, on Cody's family and what was going on. And then all of a sudden it was just like, Then it became easy to sort of blame Cody, blame the family. And I also think that maybe Ken, maybe Ken thought in his mind, like, oh, I thought Cody and I were going to be friends forever. I Mm -hmm. thought we were going to get married. Like, we were both going to get married. (laughs) I thought we were both going to marry these Mormon girls. I thought we were going to have this life together. I thought we were going to live in this town together. I thought we were going to go boating on the weekends together. I think that Ken 
probably thought that his thought like thought his life out with him for the rest of his life and was like wait a second you just you just changed everything that isn't fair Some wow that's like a, that. that's an intense relationship i don't know but this is how intense he, yeah but how weirdly intense is yeah, he with he, all this stuff is. or maybe his parents just told him like you know you, you can't hang around with him anymore he this is evil this is whatever their thing they're doing and you know, they're going to go to hell and whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so who knows? Anyway. Yeah. But I just think it's, but Janelle, but Janelle talks about this too. Janelle says she was really surprised, right? She talks about how she was like, we just had this really nice time with Ken. We just went boating with you. We just met your family. Mm-hmm. We just spent all this time. We thought we mended fences mm-hmm. and now you're pissed off again. Yeah. Like, what the F, Well, Cody Ken? said he thought he healed their relationship yeah. 10 years ago or something, or whenever they started working well yeah ken didn't speak to him for 10 years and then they they reconnected they went into business together for eight years he thought it was yeah. healed yeah. He, he thought this was like in the past and he shows up here yeah and finds out that oh no no ken is still very upset yes yes but, but ken says well we've moved through the shock factor shock factor this is 20 years ago and now we're at the tolerant factor of the religion oh my god and it's like how many how many decades is it gonna take to to make you feel better ken Uh, no i don't know (laughs) i mean i i really i really don't know ken I, i you know i don't know what i don't know what ken's um i don't know what ken's problem is but ken is um I don't know. I have to think about it. I have to diagnose Ken, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Ken is a Ken is a fascinating, fascinating person oh. because he is just he's just um, he is uh, Ken does not like change. No. <laughs> Ken does not like it when someone rips the rug right out from underneath you. All right, let's move on from Ken. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Again, just like Robin, Ken fascinates me. These two fascinate me. Okay. Okay. You want to move on to the fireworks? <laughs> yeah, let's move on to the fireworks. I don't really remember much about them, but um, well, this is the best, right? So they're at they're at the horseshoe spin. There's fireworks. There's lots of people. Everyone's friendly, you know, taking pictures. And then did you hear Cody telling people he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to be selling real estate soon." <laughs> Yeah. You know, in a couple months, I'm going to be selling real estate. I just, I love, <laughs> I love how you've skipped over, right? Like last time we saw you, you were putting up signs in a window, open house, you know, signs. Open house signs. But yeah. in any moment, you're going to be selling real estate. Yeah. I'm like, have you told Mona that yet? Yeah, it's talking about. Yeah, I'm going to be getting some of my some businesses going. <laughs> oh God. Once again, yeah, things never change. And this is where we meet April Smith. Who talked about how he was, how he was flamboyantly gay, very feminine. He wore tight pants, <laughs> and he had this thing with his hair in high school. And did she mention something about the wrestling? No, she didn't talk know. about wrestling at all. I don't know why I have written down here wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> like that was part of the gayness that yeah. she thought she saw in him. Well, I don't know. Yes. And then, um, yes, but they talk about how, like, yeah, if it was today, it would be more like metrosexual. But yeah, 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 the wives are trying to say that Cody's metrosexual, he's fashionable and in touch with his feminine side. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I just honestly, I just (laughs) think think it's all part of like, yeah, he's just he just likes attention. 
But I do, you know, but I do think it is really interesting that people talk about this, that that all of these people from high school like nailed nailed it really well. This Janae who said it makes sense that he would want to do that, that this is what appealed to him mm-hmm. was he will always be the atten- center of attention. Yeah. Like this is why he does it. It's not it's got nothing to do with religion. It's got nothing to do with. Um, you know, some spiritual higher calling. Mm-hmm. It's got to do with the fact that you are always going to be the one that everyone wants to see all the time. You're yeah. always the one that's in demand. Whether they want to or not, you're just, you're just yeah. there. You're, but you're always the one that's like longed for. Yeah. You know? I know. Well, yes. <clears throat> and then I think it ends, the, the episode ends with the revealing of the name. Oh, yes. And don't they, have, do they have a whole nother get together for this? I can't remember. Um, Let's see. Cody feels hopeful. He feels like he's been embraced by the community. He can walk with his head held high. Okay. And then they have the baby name Solomon, which I don't know enough about the Bible. Do you know anything about what King Solomon? Who is Solomon? I don't know. Don't ask me. Okay. I know nothing about the Bible. Yes. So. Yes. Anyway, that's did the they name. have? Yeah. Did they have? I don't know. Probably. I can't remember if they, they have gatherings for everything. I think maybe they'd have. I don't know. Who cares? Anyway, <laughs> the, the name is Solomon and that's the episode. Yes. And, and that's it. That's it. Yeah. So I don't know if you saw this post on um, Instagram that Christine posted. No. Okay. Oh. So she and David and Truly were out, kind of out in nature somewhere. I don't know. It, it was, but they were on. They were next to these really, really big rocks, like, uh, like a wall of rocks, like a mm-hmm. huge rock structure. So anyway, apparently. Truly was hiking up these rocks and she got stuck mm-hmm. at the top and didn't know how to get down and kind of panicked. And so David, you know, very calmly, you know, without yelling at her or whatever, calmly like went up there and helped her and showed her how to get down and, you know, was very patient with her. And um, they got down. She kind of chronicled this and, uh, you know, had the pictures of them at every mm-hmm. stage on the rocks or whatever. And then she said something to the effect of it's, you know, so great to have someone around who's so, you know, patient and good with truly. And so it was a real it was real shade mm-hmm. to Cody because I don't know. Do you remember this episode? And this was all the people in the comments were like, yep, like riding the like the riding the bike episode Uh-oh. because there was an episode where. Cody is trying to teach Truly how to ride a bike. I don't know. I don't know if I ever got to that episode. Okay. It's when they first moved to Flagstaff, mm. I think. And so she doesn't really want to ride the bike, you know, mm-hmm. but he's kind of forcing her to do it. And she's saying, oh, you know, I'm scared. And, you know, he's he's telling her, just go, just pedal. You know, so the whole time she's saying, I don't want to do this. I'm scared. I'm not ready. And he's like, well, you're going to do it. You're going to do it. You have to do it. And at one point, she even says, it's not fair. It's my body. I should be able to decide what I want to <laughs> yeah, do with well, my body. Right. Yes, truly. Yeah, she really stood up for herself. And But it, Cody just kept pushing and he gave up at some point, but it was like, it was so typical Cody. Like, mm-hmm. And he was he was kind of yelling at her, making fun of her because she couldn't ride the bike. And he was just the opposite of being patient. Mm-hmm. And so uh, immediately everybody thought of that. Yeah. Know? 
Yeah. So it was really funny. I was reading some of the comments mm. and everyone was uh, shading Cody yes. for that. Well, I guess Truly's enjoying her new stepfather. <laughs> seems like it. Yeah. Yeah, they're new life. going to Disneyland like oh, I every saw, month. <laughs> I saw, yeah, I saw those pictures. Oh, yeah, they ate at that Club 33, which it's it's always been a private club. It's like kind of near where the Pirates of the Caribbean is in that the French um, quarter there. It's like up above. It's a private club that usually you have to be a celebrity or mm-hmm. know somebody. Um and I guess now they've opened it up now to they're letting regular people mm-hmm. come in, but I'm sure it's very expensive. Mm. I mean, I'm sure to eat dinner there is just to go in and it's probably a couple grand or something. Mm. Um, so yeah, he took her to that. Oh, nice. So things well, are things. Well, I'm are glad. Good. I'm glad Christine's living yeah. her best life out there in the world. Yep. Well, do you have any other gossip out there? Is it no, pretty slow? I didn't. I mean, I've the stuff I've seen on social media has just been, you know, feel good kind of stuff. I haven't seen any real gossip. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of the regular stuff of people you yeah. know, dragging well, Cody and Robin. Do we, do we don't and we don't have a date for the new well, season. I've heard September mm. from a couple different places i don't know how okay rely- but that would make sense i mean when the show ended it's been it's been i mean that makes sense because i think it was the fall last time too yeah. so yeah but before they used to you know the show used to be out they used to run didn't they run like two seasons a year or something it seemed like yeah because they have more than 10 seasons i mean yeah it'd be like two seasons a year mm-hmm. almost so maybe it just took longer because of all the new, all the changes. Yes. Because <laughs> they're maybe. now having to do production in Utah and in Arizona and mm-hmm. in wherever else. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So exciting, exciting stuff. All right. Yep. Well, all right. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for listening. So if you like our podcast and enjoy it, please give us a five-star review and write us a few kind words. And if you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe and tell a friend or two to subscribe as well. And um, follow us on social media. We are on Instagram um, and TikTok at Psych Legal Pop. And I think that is it. Is that all the info? think so thanks so much we'll see you next time bye bye when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89 percent off usps and ups Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.